on episode 76 of the Holo Chronicles podcast. We're talking soundtracks with our buddy from the Resistance broadcast, John Hoey. Josh, hit it. Hey, hey. Hey, Josh. Hey, John. <laughs> Look at him. He's here. Oh, he's muted. <laughs> I told you it wasn't going to John, unmute last. your mic, John. There That's it. That was me. Yeah, I felt like I was back in college at the at the club at Nickel Night with that Hell music. Hell yeah. Oh, all right. Then, yep. we, then we nailed it. Then we nailed it. Right. <laughs> Welcome to episode 76 of the Hollow Chronicles podcast. We've got with us right off the get-go, Mr. John Hoey. You might recognize him as one of the three hosts of the Resistance broadcast. He is the senior writer and lead editor for Star Wars News Net. Uh, recent father of kid of kid number two congratulations john wow thank you and that's a that's a that's a pretty big achievement buddy and a (laughs) A lot of hard work a schmodown winner (laughs) yes schmodown i mean yes it's a yes that's that's a lengthy uh you were telling us about schmodown let's tell the people out there who may not have the schmodown on the schmodown what's going on well yeah first off thanks for having me guys thanks for that uh very Nice intro. Um, yes, yeah, that's the Schmodown thing is like the WWF, and I still say WWF. I don't care Me about too. the World Wildlife Foundation. Right. They, right. They're fine. They're fine. They're okay. Mm. Uh, it's like the WWF of movie trivia. So you uh, play people, and it's not, but that aspect of it isn't like fixed. No offense to people who don't know the pro wrestling's fixed, but I just spoiled the that that for you. But <laughs> you, yeah, you play one on one matches with people in movie trivia, and uh, it has a theatrical element to it where there are certain like storylines and you got to play characters and that sort of thing. But the trivia is real, and I do the Star Wars division. I just had my first match uh, with Eric Whiteley from Blind Wave. And his billions and billions of followers did not like me too much after because I won. Ooh. So, but uh, you know, I watched. It was good though. I do catch some blind wave for their uh, movie trailer reactions. I, those guys are fun, and Eric's fun. Oh, Eric's a great guy. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Super huge Star Wars fan too. So. Yeah. I, you yeah. know, uh, but you beat his ass, John. Is yeah. that what you're saying? You <laughs> That's the thing. It's so funny because you have to. I, I play like a heel in a sense, where I'm right. you know, supposed to be kind of like a wise ass, and I had to like talk like a lot of smack about him. I, I called out his <laughs> followers, uh, and then afterwards, I'm just like, I'm so sorry. Like you're 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 a nice guy and stuff. And some of his audience don't understand the element that it's supposed to be a character thing. So they're like, this guy's a real a hole. Like get him out of here. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's fine it was, it's fun though it's a good time yeah oh uh, you can talk trash here all you want though john and, yeah, right. uh, i'm yeah. pretty sure eric's not watching yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so in in your uh wwf uh repertoire what what kind of heel are you are you more of like a degeneration x kind of heel or mm. you are you more of question. like are you more of like a iron chic kind of heel like hmm. where, where are we at here with with our heels <laughs> I would say certainly more of the I almost I almost consider it like a Deadpool mixed mm. with like Bobby the Brain Heenan just kind of like a a lot of verbal attacks and, <laughs> uh, and that sort of thing. I I really try to get like be annoying get on people's skin when it comes to that sort of thing. So um that's that's probably how I would put it. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, um if 
okay, the real question, John. Oh, we got trash in the chat, I too. Know, this I know. is going it's on. I love Nick. it. Um, <laughs> and Rook. Uh, but the real question that I want to know, and that would every the question that's on everybody's mind, is if it were an actual wrestling match, who would win? Mm. You or me versus oh, that's a good question. See, I would fight dirty though. I would bring uh I would unloosen the turnbuckle and I would bring the Press knuckles. I'd knock the ref out. I'd bring the okay. steel chair in. Okay. And Eric seems like like he would play the real good guy, uh, like Hulk Hogan role from like the late '80s. So I feel like I would win just because I would fight dirty. I'd be like Ric Flair. I'd do the eye poke. I'd do all that stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good to know, Eric. If you're listening, be ready. <laughs> Get ready. I'd, I'd I'd drop a couple bucks to see that. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little disappointed we don't have a singlet right now. But other than that, I think we're <laughs> a, a TR, we're good. Oh, TRB singlet. TRB there you go. singlet. Put it on the I, you know, I didn't even think about thinking about the marketing of that. Yeah. How to how to lose listeners in one photo? Just like me, uh, uh, me and I I think you might gain a few. John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, John, what we like to do here at the start of the show is we uh, between Josh and I, we like to talk about maybe some recent gets that we've gotten as far as like Star Wars merch and toys. Nice. Um, it's so, really a show for us to just humbly brag about our latest Star Wars acquisition. Love it. That's uh, what we're doing with, with a twist, though. With a twist, we do provide information and. So this, we, is, this oh. is how we this is how we justify all the junk <laughs> junk that we get, and some of it's not junk, but I mean a lot of it's junk. Yeah. You gotta to our justify, lives. yeah. Yes. So so this is how we justify. We provide some information, some experiential knowledge, and uh, actually, Josh, I know that you have something. So why don't why don't you go first? Why You're gonna let me go off? first. All yep. right. Well. I got, you know, we did the birthday show last week, which was so much fun. I got to say for the, for the listeners and the people in the chat, it had to have been one of our, our most fun shows, at least for me. Absolutely. I mean, I was, we were beaming. We were beaming after that. Our cheeks were (laughs) sore from smiling. There's nothing like just having your own YouTube or podcast where you just give yourself gifts and, uh, (laughs) and then people, (laughs) people, uh, you know, give you more gifts or, or just say happy. I mean, why wouldn't we? I can't wait till next year. Let's put it that way. All right. 2020. What is it? 22 will be a uh, fun year Uh, and we'll have celebration. He's in the chat. He's my good friend. Very good friend from. From way, way back. Uh, heck, he was in my wedding. Oh. This guy. This and guy he's was in, in the my chat wedding. right now? He's in the chat. Yeah. Um, he stopped by that night because he was a little inspired by some stuff. So, uh, But we had a few <laughs> items we shared. And I'll just give you this one. And I don't know if we can, if you want to bring us back here, Andy. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A Saboba Koosh ball. <laughs> Holy cow. Look at that beauty. Well, I have good news for you because my buddy Rook, Rook Core in the in the chat, he swung by and he got me a he got us and or me. And just oh, me, Andy, not yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, wow. He got me a, a legit. I'm like, I, this is in my hand. Look, this is a picture. Yes. That this is. is this is reality. You got Re- it. Reality is is just. Do you remember Kush balls? I forgot about them, but they were a big deal for a while. You I remember class and they were they were very big with Rosie O'Donnell and her. They were show. huge. Yes, yeah, that's a great You're call. Absolutely right. Now on it. top of that, though, it's not just Sebulba. <laughs> oh, look at it! Oh, wow, wow. <laughs> a lot of. Let's go look for him. Yeah, and. Topically enough for what you displayed, 
the the canoe or whatever. How do you oh, say? Yeah. yeah, Jar Jar and the canoe. Yeah, what can you wow. do with the canoe? I mean, it's Koosh-ball mania. Actually, Andy, go back, go back to take me off of Maine. Sorry, John, so, gonna, we can't do this for you, but we can do this. Here you go. Okay, Andy, just tossing the Koosh. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're in class. That's great. God, this thing is sweet. Yeah, yeah. So is it is is the one with the kadu? Is that called a kadoosh? Then is that what that is? <laughs> a kadoosh ball? <laughs> oh, he's with us all night. Hey, <laughs> that's gonna flip the jab. Try it uh, out. Talk about yeah. a talk about a heel. Here he is <laughs> <laughs> with with the jokes too, with the dad jokes. It, yeah. It, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then so there's, the Lacey there's, chagrin on our show, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh yeah uh there is more i mean i got hooked up God, i'm gonna uh, keep going i'm gonna keep going coming good through stuff. coming through check it out just for fun this is probably gonna be a show we got a little mad <laughs> star wars mad libs i'd love I, I haven't even gone through it here i'll open one up uh, you, you know what didn't scotty do some mad libs on he Bombad did he day? did and yeah. that is definitely a bombad thing as a matter of fact maybe we hop on the bombads uh show <laughs> and and do these with them as we throw our kadoosh around yeah um, and, and our <laughs> and our you owe me a lot of money (laughs) excellent we could do a quartet of 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 wado (laughs) john you didn't see paul from yesterday from last week did you oh man that was good stuff no stuff um we don't expect you to but where where was oh i don't have anymore i must pulled up we had one of our one of our uh twitter followers and now friends uh matt from enid he cameoed mm-hmm. the uh the voice actor for wado to wish us a happy birthday that is uh, nice andy seacomb right yeah andy seacomb and he yeah. it was so much fun it, we we were beaming it oh was too man much. Yeah. i called him paul his name's andy his name's andy. why did it go with paul i don't know anyway it should be easy enough to remember right? yeah <laughs> i try and block andy's out um <clears throat> gotcha and then <laughs> and then we got a little original like not original but you know it's hard to find a vhs Star Wars trilogy. Oh, right? dude, yeah. that's I'm, cool. I'm All right. by this. I don't know. These aren't even special edition. I don't think so. Which they don't great. look it. No, it's wow. great. So I'm and it looks like it's in good shape. It's in decent shape. We got a little, you know, we got a little ding on the corner there. And but hey, always, that's that's always that's, that's character, like, baby. That's, that's like character. what mine looked like. The minute you got it home, you threw the box over your shoulder, you plugged it in. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then last but not least, last but not least from his own personal collection, which just this guy is a major collector of comics. Yeah, he is. And other things. But he gave me a whole book of these cards, which I love. And I have to, and I'm giving him full credit here because thank you to Rook. Uh, that my fan because he like opened it right to it. Hold on, I'm trying to go as fast as I can. I know what, and you know what I'm going for. I yes. Come on now. Oh, there it was. There it was. All right. Dude, there's nothing better than having, you know, you've got this collection of nice Star Wars cards, but if you can get, if you can get a boner C-3PO, I mean, yes. what <laughs> is going on? What else? Have you heard of this there, John? I have not. Have you never seen boner C-3PO? This is my first time encountering All boner right. C-3PO. Here, I'm going to help you because this on the back page is the, like the reprint where they're like, oh, C-3PO has a boner. And Holy then they were just cow. like, yeah, there it is. Was it a disgruntled it guy at the... Exactly. At the, it's at probably tops. the same guy that did like the at Little tops. Mermaids cover, you know, so... Oh, that's a, that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's amazing. That was not a castle. 
That is not a castle. That is not a sandcastle. That is not a castle. I've made sandcastles, and none of them have looked like that. Oh, man. Well, Josh. Under the sea. That uh, that C-3PO card's worth a couple bucks. I bet it is. You know, what's worth more to me is, is, Rook, thank you. Such a great gift. And that's uh, obviously in great condition because that's how he keeps his stuff. And now it's in my collection. Uh, I told him, since it's from his personal collection, that I would be... I would be holding it for him indefinitely until he wants it back. I mean, look, a guy's a guy can come over and check out three peels boner anytime he wants. Sure, that's and, how, that's how I feel. And there you go. Now we that's all his have. friend. That's what friends do for each other. It's the gift that keeps on giving the whole year. <laughs> All year round. <laughs> Thank great. the maker. Thank the maker. <laughs> Thanks uh, the maker. There it is. <laughs> yeah. True, true. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's what I've got for you today. This that- has been Josh's boner. You're up. Uh, let's go, John. I know John's got a couple here, recent gets. So let's see what John's got. All right. The first thing I got to point out is a fan of ours knew how much I wanted this. And he said, this is a replica of the one from Solo, and it is a DL-44. Oh, nice. From Solo, a Star Wars story, so it's all black, and it has the dark brown uh, handle. And uh, it does not, it's not loaded, so don't worry. Don't (laughs) worry, anybody. Uh, So I got that. Um, John, is that that made out of, like, plastic or metal, or is it 3D printed, or what is it? Yeah, it looks 3D printed. It is multiple pieces. It's not metal. It's not that heavy. Um, But the specifications are all there, like, down to the minor minor details. Like, it's pretty... Yeah. That's beautiful. That's cool. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I have that. Not as much weathering as, like, uh, Han from... Empire Strikes Back. Empires, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, it's pretty fresh right off of uh, Beckett's rifle. And then I got, (laughs) from Star Wars Celebration, they had sent over these bad boys. The Tauntaun Slippers. Those are so cool. Those are fantastic. Which, on each leg, you get Echo 3 and Echo 7. (laughs) That is great. Look at them. Uh, So, yeah. I'm a little disappointed because it does look like it still has like the retail hanger on there. How <laughs> have you not marched around the house yeah, in those yet? It must be hard to walk around. And demanded there. breakfast. Uh, you're right. I need to <laughs> I need to start wearing them more around the house. Especially and my son will probably get a kick out of them and he'll probably want them for himself. But um you're right. Yeah, that's my bad for not. For it not is. Now Andy has yeah. a Wampa rug. Uh, rug, so you should come over kick down to the boxers maybe just tickle you just kick your feet around a bit on there that might be cool. <laughs> right yeah and we, we yeah we could recreate the whole hoth scene using our our, our merch be yeah great. Our, our rug and footy uh, slippers <laughs> right i'd right. be like the you ever see the beginning or you ever see peewee's big adventure when he's uh got his uh carrot his bunny slippers and he's walking across we could do that whole beginning scene let's do uh, it and, and, and then have breakfast together i'm in um all right Next, I bought this because I like dabbling in the controversy. <laughs> the child with the egg canister. Remember when people were mad about this? Oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. Yeah. And now they're not anymore because it the wasn't that. It's not that day anymore. No. They tried so hard. And yeah. that's. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that day. That's the perfect comment. They tried so hard so to be I, mad at that. Yeah. So I was like. I didn't know if they were going to not make them anymore or whatever. I was like, I, I don't buy Funko Pops. Someone sent me a JJ one because I know I love JJ. Oh, but cool. um, 
I was just like, let me just buy this thing. Just because who the heck knows? And it's it's just kind of it. It's a memory of like you look at it and you're like, Star Wars fans can be absolutely wild online. And it's like this little memory of that aspect of it. But that's pretty much all I got. I mean, I have something else I'll bring up later uh, that I know that uh, Andy also has. Um, but I'm not a huge merch guy anymore. I have like in my parents' attic at their house, I still have giant. <laughs> we all have this, right? We have, yes. I have these giant Rubbermaid bins full of every power of the force figure you mm. can possibly imagine uh even the figures uh, you know the aronto uh, all that stuff is up there some lightsabers uh, but i don't buy stuff as much anymore i do have some uh helmets i have the lucasfilm replica darth vader helmet from when i was like 12 awesome. and then i just recently uh got the luke um x-wing helmet so that thing how do you cool. feel about the wedge helmet they just announced <laughs> I love it, man. I think it's cool. I don't know how many people are going to buy it unless it's one of those. I, 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 You guys are better than me in this. Like, it, Are those a rabid thing? Are people buying those helmets or is it based on the character? I just love that they're doing it for Wedge because it's. I, I imagine it's not one of those things where like, we're going to really rake in the money on this one. It's more of like we're doing this for the fans. And like, at least that's how I see it in my naive way. It's. I think that's a great statement because I'm always back and forth with – or not back and forth. I'm always observing the back and forth when it comes to like, why don't we have this character coming out on Black Series or why don't we have this character? And then they put out a wedge helmet, which by the way, I'm sorry, just by default, it's going to look like the Luke helmet – but different so, colors. Yeah, it's the same mold. But it's you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's the same repaint. mold. And then we're right. like, oh, it's just the same mold. And you're like, oh, dudes, come on. You know, this is this is what we want. Is we want different options. So I was, I'm right. a fan of them. I don't. Yeah. To your point, I don't think that we're going to see a huge run on them. But maybe not. Maybe we will. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Having a having an X-wing helmet is it's cool. Is a badge of honor. And wedges, it is for sure. You know. Yeah. And I'll, that one, like you get wedge and all these people talking to you but when you wear the wedge one you can get luke skywalker talking mm -hmm. to you so that's pretty cool you know so nice. yeah you can have your own conversation finally in your basement <laughs> exactly with luke skywalker <laughs> it's, it's a dream come it's not true. just in my head anymore mom <laughs> yeah so uh yeah so i'm i i'm a big fan of them and i think the more the merrier although andy and i are not not i andy came up with an idea and this the only thing the wedge helmet does is frustrate him a little bit because he's got his whole has lab what, what'd you call it no uh, uh build a bucket build a bucket yeah so <laughs> my idea john and maybe <laughs> you can shopping get, it right now maybe you can get behind this is that just like build a bear you can go and you get like there's like four or five standard bears and then you can kind of accessorize them yeah like yep. we can we can do an x-wing helmet and put we can get whatever decals and can just go through the the whole the whole gamut um you know we can do a a, a clone helmet and get you know you can be rex you can be echo fives jesse cody you know all these different so it's it's just like I, we can I like do this. that. Yeah, Hasbro can do this. It's the same helmet, but just accessorize this decals and and order decal sets and and. Uh, well, imagine being able to come up with creative names like Wrecker and Tech, <laughs> and um, Hunter and Hunter. Like for me, right. I could be like Walker and Couch Sitter. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you know right. what kind of helmet are you going to throw out there? It's going to be badass. Uh, kitty right. carpool pilot. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> so, 
That's uh, I'm surprised that's not something that they've dabbled in with uh, Galaxy's Edge yet because you can make your own lightsaber, right? So come on, yeah. Guess I mean, what? they no have royalty they have, for you. They have the X-wing there. Like, put a little <laughs> hut next to it and say, like, "Hey, you want to pay five hundred dollars and design your own helmet?" There you go. <laughs> it's really just <laughs> a bunch of vinyl. All they got to have is a cricket in the back, I and mean, they just cut out a bunch of you know and done. Yeah, I do like the idea, though. Customized X-Wing helmet, especially for people who maybe don't have the money to, you know, go full 501st and be like, I'd like sure I want to be. Here's my X-Wing helmet. Uh, Yeah, that's a good idea. That's cool. The deal with these Black Series helmets is they are awesome for the price. 100 100 to 120 bucks, depending on, you know, what it is or 150. I think Vader's was a little more. But I mean. Not They're now, though. awesome, and if you put them on and go cosplay with them, only the five hundred first is going to call you out on them. <laughs> That's right, it. right. That's it. And so. then you say, "Shut up, nerds! Shut hey. up, nerds!" <laughs> yeah, bigger nerds. Uh, As you yeah. walk away in your baggy, uh, you know, Walmart Halloween costume uh, stormtrooper <laughs> suit. Yeah, exactly. Right. We we need to say hi to Ross because it's three fifteen. Where good morning, right Ross. Now. Good early wow. morning to you, Ross. Good morning, wow. Ross. Wow. Yes. Hopping in. It's good to see you, man. Thanks for hopping in with yeah. us. Um, so I don't have a new get for this week. I I have uh, recently, as you guys know, been taking a little detour along uh, Star Wars movie posters. And I've got a, I've got a couple coming, but they're not here <laughs> yet. Right. Right. Uh, but I do have a funny story. Now, our buddy uh, Gianni from Red 5 Designs uh, will occasionally send us um, a toy to review. Uh, we've gotten a few hot toys from him uh, to review on our spinners and nice. stuff. And and he's even sent some things that like because he'll buy things that for excuse me he'll buy things from people that won't send overseas. He'll send it to us and then I'll ship it to him. And uh, so we've got this nice little uh, nice little deal worked out between us. And he recently purchased. Um, an IG-11, a vintage, that's nah, not going to show up, but... Uh, <laughs> we know what he looks like. A complete IG-88. Um, yeah, 88. It's hard now. Yeah, I say 11 I every time now. I know. It's IG-88. From I didn't even, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't even catch it either. And uh, yeah. and, and it's, he's got his weapons here. So this is, this is a hilarious story. It's funny to me. <laughs> Maybe less so to you guys. But if you'll... If you, I don't know if you can see it or not, but it, it, on it, it says IG-88... Bounty Hunter, ESB in one corner, and 80 in the uh, in another corner. All right. And it is in my handwriting. Wait. So, so, yes, what you're thinking is true. At one point, this was mine, and I sold it, and it has exchanged hands at least twice, and what? now it is back in so, my and, possession. And a guy from the UK bought it and so, shipped it to you? So yes, this is this is the no. funny part. Johnny, who lives in just, you know, I can't remember the name of the exact place, but it's just outside of London. We don't need Stop. to give away his address, yeah. okay? He lives in the UK. <laughs> he purchased this from somebody in on the East Coast, and I think in South Carolina. <laughs> okay. And it gets shipped to me. Well, it's my old one from there's two possible. Uh, you are lots. kidding me. No, there's two possible lots this, that this could have came from. Now, I'm the kind of guy that puts them in a little baggie and labels them. So I know what's here. Empire Strikes Back 1980 is when this came out. IG 88. And I wrote Bounty Hunter just because 
that's I'm a nerd. So <laughs> in case you forgot, in case I forgot or in yeah. case I wanted to know what I had or the person that was getting it, I mean, just whatever. I'm a little detail oriented when it comes to stuff right. like this. And his, he does the same thing with his daily medication. <laughs> <laughs> so this could have been Josh, this could have been part of the hall. Dude, are you kidding me? I know. I, I'm, I'm a little blown away right now. That so, is so the, the world hall, is too small. The hall was a complete figure set, vintage set, yeah, of mostly complete figures from '77 to '85 that I sold to a guy in Spokane, Washington. Now, the guy who I who bought them from me had his house broken into, and some of his figures were taken. Right. So he didn't need the whole set, but he got the whole set from me for a pretty good deal, blah, blah, blah. And I think he may have sold the ones that he didn't need to somebody else. And I don't know how many times it's, it's exchanged hands, but it has ended up on the East Coast and now back to me. We're getting all kinds of, we're getting the chat, which I love, which is some kind of IG Bacon, you know, scenario. Kevin, ba- yeah. <laughs> Kevin Bacon. <laughs> So I, I think this is this is more of a uh, an endorsement for the quality of that Ziploc bag than anything. <laughs> <laughs> we should get sponsored. Let's put it out. There. Jeez, you, the Titanic imagine? didn't make it across uh, the Atlantic. Yeah, that thing is back and forth to the Northwest. Yeah, I, how do you get rid of that? I, I got to be honest. You tell Johnny to suck an egg, and you keep that. <laughs> no, because it needs to go now to a, right. another country. I see, and right. and see if it comes back. If it's you the, love John's right, though. It's the baggy that's most impressive. If at you this love point. something, it is. set yeah. it free, and maybe wow. it'll come back. So I, when that's I amazing. open this up, so picture me at home a couple days ago. Get a package that says, you know, Andy Lemire, and then RD five uh, or R five D. Sorry, so that I know that it's Johnny's, and and I open it up, and I. Did I just ship myself something? Yeah, I was like, okay, I haven't seen this in months, but that's my handwriting. This is weird. That is very Wow. What a great story. Yeah. That is cool. That's a first and probably a last. Yeah, I don't don't think that's happening happening again. That's great. Right. That was wild, man. Yeah, that is cool. (laughs) uh, Hollow Chronicles brought to you by Ziploc. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, that is that's a that's a wild story. Um, I think I think before we get to our main uh, conversation here with John, there's there's two things that we need to do. First, I we need to ask John. John, as a Star Wars guy, what would you say? you collect because I know you've got some things you can see behind you got some posters up you've got some helmets yeah. we've we've seen your slippers like so mm-hmm. yeah. what what does a John Hoey collect um for Star Wars I posters is a big thing and it, it's it's just it happened to be one of those things that was almost forced upon me in a way where it'd be like hey I have this extra poster um do you want it and I'm like yes I love that. Or uh, I would be at a convention or something and they would be giving away an exclusive and I'd be like, all right, I got that one. And it just sort of kind of snowballed into that sort of thing. And then like, you know, I went to the uh, AMC fan event for like solo at my local theater. And I happened to get like six of the very cool posters. I'll go get a right now. Um, on solo. <laughs> it's gone. I'm gone. He's back. back. It's on his way. Like these guys, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those and like, I, I have a bunch of them. And it's like, I got to frame one and put it up on the wall. I like the international posters better for the sequel trilogy and the spinoffs than I do the domestic ones. So I have the this version 
of solo up on my wall because I like it better than the US theatrical one. Like, so I think posters right now is probably the top thing that I collect. I have so many in posters tubes that I don't even from bottleneck and that sort of thing. Um, I, I don't know that I'll be getting back into figures just because it's one of those things where I'm a completionist and I don't want to be like, yep. now I can't stop because I know how that goes. So I think posters would be for star Wars would certainly be the thing right now. And I have a bunch like wrapped around this room framed. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Looks cool. You're uh, thanks, man. You're- I wish I could play some kind of love song music between you and Andy right now. Cause it's about to happen here. Actually, um, <laughs> I should probably drop out of the there. <laughs> Put you guys next to each other. Um, I mean, look, I, he's got the, the the gorgeous special edition set right there behind him. So. That is his set um, back there. And one one thing I'll say about the posters, not to bring it on a tangent, I, I'm really not a huge fan of the the modern uh, template Photoshop. Let's just toss every character in there, and uh, you know, I, I like the was it Drew Struzan, uh, like the, the artistic the uh, side like, of things. The, yeah, I like that a lot. I liked even the, the, the weirdness of the original, I can never do this. The, the original poster with like Luke with his He-Man chest out. Like, it's just like the, the absurdities and yeah. And that sort of stuff. Um, I, I like that a lot better. And that's why for the last Jedi, I don't know if you can see it, probably not. No, it's out of frame. The last Jedi one, I got the, um, the Dolby one. And I can't think of the guy's name. Paul Strip Stripper she's uh is it, the, is, it the, is it the IMAX? It's no, it's the Dolby Cinema one. It's red. Maybe I'll just do this and whatever. That one down there. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the one there. And uh I don't know. It's just something about it. It has more of a an artistic look to it, and that's what I prefer. Oh, and then the one that I don't have actually, the one that everyone loves the most is the Orlando uh Last Jedi one with uh luke and ray holding the lightsaber that's like yeah, everyone's favorite i think Lacey has that autographed by mark hamill so i'm completely blown out of the water Dang. with that Way to go. yeah she, she like ran into him after celebration at like the tram and just like went up to him he's like i mean can you imagine just like can you imagine luke skywalker's on a tram with you like, running into mark hamill like outside of the event out in real life it's not even one of those things where you're like yeah let me pay Four hundred dollars to take a photo yeah. with Mark Hamill in his green sweater. It's like no, he may have just had a Marb Red and he had his coffee, <laughs> and I just, I just ran into Mark Hamill, and now I get to him to sign my poster. It's fantastic. Perfect. He's on his way to a Disneyland hotel bar. He is, uh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah, That's completely awesome. not, completely not on. He's just like no. Mark, however everyone else yeah. knows him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just Mark. He's just Mark. <laughs> just Mark. Not Mark Hamill. Just Mark. Yeah. God, that's awesome. That'd be great. Um, Josh, John, it's time for our uh, our our weekly toy review. This is this is one of Josh's offerings. It is. I get to display my own merch. Yeah. So this is uh, especially exciting, but. Our weekly Red 5 toy review. (laughs) There he is. Here's what I love. Every time we do this, no matter how we time it, it'll be the back of the figure as soon as we bring it on. (laughs) Every time. Every time. All right, everyone, wait five more seconds. Daniel, there he is. I promise he's cool. Let's just wait. So this is 
a um this is a hot toy deluxe version with interchangeable looks as noted on the box luke skywalker one six scale return of the jedi figure wow. i have to be honest because i told you this please be i was going yeah i was gonna lie but now i'll be honest um I was not impressed by the art on the box as far as the face sculpt. But as I'm looking at him in this camera in the probe droid, you know, uh, Red 5 Designs spinner, his face is his face sculpt is awesome. It's 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 actually. Yeah, it's almost better than I mean, it's a little off. That's that. I'll, I'll be honest again. It's a little off, but it's also on. It's almost like it's like comic book version of luke skywalker or i don't know like uh brad pitt version of luke skywalker or something <laughs> i don't know he's he's very handsome but also intense i love the windswept hair right. and like and like andy said this this pose we put him in i was trying to kind of do like a jabba's barge kind of you know with the wind blowing he's all in black now i was saying this john and you're the you're the expert here when I put on his little his little frock there that goes over his black, that's very <laughs> Anakin. It's very Anakin. And I didn't like in in the prequels. I noticed Anakin's outfit more than I ever noticed Luke having. Is yeah. that accurate? I felt like he was in some kind of black jumpsuit. I don't remember this part of it. I think yeah. Is that is that? Uh, I think it was, but it wasn't as pronounced over the shoulder. I think right. it, fit, it it fit him more. It didn't go over his shoulder like edge. Like so. his shoulder pads weren't as big. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're right in the Anakin that it does look kind of like Anakin's like uh vest or tunic it or whatever they so call it. So much those like things. Anakin that and then you know, of course, Andy pointed out he's like, Well, you know, obviously they probably took from Luke's look to give Anakin a look, right? In the yeah, prequels. Right. But, uh I I was I was a pretty like like man, that stands out because all I remember now. Here's the deal. This is this is what I'm talking about. Is he's not wearing that when he fights Vader in the throne room. He's not wearing that. He's only wearing. So I wonder when does he wear this? Does he wear this in the movie? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think he he wears that on Tatooine. Definitely, just on Tatooine. So when he's in, when he's on Jabba's barge, mm -hmm. he's wearing that. Yes. I'm gonna check here, man. So I'm gonna guess. I, I'm. I could be wrong. He is. You're right. No, you're right. But, he is, and I just don't recall it. Yeah. So I don't. At one point, he. I don't know if he has to remove it or or what causes him to remove it, but he does. And then that that flap is open, and you see the white underneath, and right. that's like that's like that's exposed for the rest of the movie. See and right I don't there? know. If, yes. Right. And and I don't know if that's a. I don't know how much credit we want to give, you know, Lucas or the costume designers here showing like, is Luke going to be dark, but then the light is underneath and it's one of those right. symbolic things or not. But um, for whatever reason, they, they left that there for the rest of the movie. So I remember that part of it, but yeah, he certainly had it. And I don't know when he ditches it. Does he ditch it when he goes go, to see if, Yoda? If back, or? Yeah. Well, he ditches it. Yeah. Well, he ditches it when he, yeah, maybe it is Yoda. I don't know because when he comes to see Vader, he doesn't have that anymore, as you can see here. Like yeah, he's, this, he's image. lost the vest. So that right. was what, like, when I was putting him putting him together, I was like, "Do I even put this on?" But I guess I do since I wanted to have that windswept looking uh, uh, Jabba's barge look. So yeah, it, it's, so. A, it's a it's a good figure though, man. Because even the side profile kind of looks. 
I hate to say this, but how Mark Hamill looked after his motorcycle accident or car accident or whatever it, does. it was. Yeah. Well, the, and that's a very nerd specific thing to point out. <laughs> it's but. actually not because I remember as a little kid noticing that. And my dad told oh, okay. me, well, you know, Mark Hamill, the actor, got into an act, which, by the way, I didn't know that there was an actor. I'm like, what do you mean an actor? <laughs> right. right. Said, and they, they blame Skywalker it on, rides a motorcycle, uh, which he did. I could, at the end. I could be wrong, but I think they blamed it on like the Wampa incident because he grabs him across the face. That's why they, they did like, that. Yeah. yeah. No, I think you're yeah. right. At least it's urban legend. But that's why they did the whole, you know, scene where he gets hit. But, but yeah, you're right. Mark Hamill, uh, kind of brought on a more i thought it works it works so well for the movie at least the way they wrapped it around it oh he yeah has to, he has yeah. to darken up a little bit he darkens up in in empire um and yeah. he's just not farm boy anymore he's a he's a grizzled you know right force user trying to figure out what a jedi is and that's pretty what's cool. what's the doc ock so, head version what is what is going so, on there so this is what's weird about it is it's got a um another it's got three outfits so the one that you're seeing here it's got the poncho with the helmet. You can see the helmet. So the Endor poncho and helmet. Yeah, yep. Andy will show us the poncho. Oh, that's awesome. And then, so you can make him look full Endor, which is awesome. That's why you see the like the ferns and stuff. And his lightsaber was tall enough that I couldn't put him on his base and fit him into the spinner. So I there's no there's no base. But the base kind of allows those little uh, ferns to kind of click on the side of him. And then... He's got this weird, like you said, Doc Ock. He's wearing goggles. Yeah, it, it's like it's like Mythos Obi Wan. Uh, and it's not focusing. <laughs> just, just doesn't. It just loves your face so much that it just won't even try if, if you put anything up there. Um, it shows all three of them. Hit the hit the screen. If you tap that screen, it'll. Yeah. There you go. The only thing I could think of is it. Is that a reference to the deleted scene where they're in the sandstorms? Yes. Right. So that's what we were saying. Is like maybe that's his outfit going to Jabba's palace or something. I, I don't know. Okay. And he, yeah, he takes those off when he gets inside, and we don't see that part of we it. We never see he, it because he's got. But then he has like his Jedi hood on. So I I don't know. Yeah, it is, dude. It is, it is nothing but a blurry not, mess. It is not doing this. Yeah, I, I feel know. like I've been drinking looking at that I thing. Know. I know. Anyway, jeez. Well, you can see all three of them. <laughs> no, yeah. So oh, yeah, yeah. There, there's, yeah, there's in the black tunic, there's Endor, there's uh, Sandstorm. And yeah, the, the third the third outfit is referenced to that Sandstorm. So that's why he's got the funky goggles. There. And you were saying you don't like the packaging? No, I do. What I was concerned with was the face sculpt because of the packaging. So when I saw oh, the packaging, when I saw the packaging, I, I wasn't sure about the face sculpt. It didn't look like Luke. It looked like a version of Luke, right. but not not you know. And these hot toys, their face sculpts or their sculpts are so good. I mean, right. we've got another one next week, and it's dead on. But I was like, oh, I'm a little concerned. And then I pulled it out, and and it, what I I still kind of stand by this, but I do think that it's. It's a stronger looking Luke than maybe we got in the movies, you know, which is okay. <laughs> you know, well, no yeah, offense, like no offense to to Tram Hamill, but uh, uh, <laughs> I just Trammel, Trammel, hashtag Trammel, hashtag Trammel. No, uh, and just to throw out maybe a little teaser for next week. Uh, next week's uh, toy feature, she's beautiful. She is, and like I said, the face sculpt is dead on and and but size noodles exactly yeah i'm trying to figure out how to get the lips into the spinner <laughs> just gonna they're gonna rotate by and knock the camera over yeah so we can't you know yeah that's funny 
But uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, oh yeah, hold on, John. Do you have any hot toys or sideshows? I don't. I hate to say it. I don't. That's there okay. was one. That's I was okay. I was eyeing. I was trying to find the young Han Solo one, the old and Ehrenreich one. And apparently, I saw some video of someone saying that it's hard to find solo hot toys for some reason. I don't know. It's because they didn't make it a lot because of how the movie did initially, or if people started snatching them up. Maybe you guys have some light that you could shed on that. But that was the one I was going to kind of eye. Um, but uh, I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. Well, the, yeah, all of that solo merch was here and gone pretty quickly. Um, it's. It's gained a little bit of momentum lately just because some of that stuff is pretty scarce. And so there's some collectability to it. But at the time, you know, and, and, and you know as well as anybody, John, there was some – they dropped the ball a little bit in how they promoted it and <sighs> – marketed yeah. it and, and it, <laughs> john's been down this road a few yeah, times yeah i know, I know. <laughs> you hear him sigh he's I like oh, i don't mean to spooling up i don't mean to kick you when you're down john but but hey. uh, but for things like the make solo to happen you know that that has kept it in the conversation it has kept it you know at the forefront of people's minds so people do when now me if I happen to see some solo stuff, like, uh, you know, at a garage sale or what, you know, I, I would grab it and, oh, and, and I would tell anybody listening too, if you see it, especially if it's in the box, grab it because, yeah, because it just wasn't widely sought out at the time, but the popularity of the movie to those that watched it is still high. So there's, there's a market for it. There's absolutely a market for it, and and you should go out and grab them when you see them. That's yeah. that's all I will say. So, John, I'm going to side because this is one of your platforms. And when I before, right when Andy and I started potting, where basically we would create a podcast and then him and I would listen to it, which is great. It was awesome, and we had a we had the best followers back then, <laughs> uh, Andy and I. Um, so. I was listening to your cast and that's when you first threw out the bring, you know, uh, make solo, make solo to happen or whatever. Um, let me do it. Say it right. It's hashtag make solo to happen. So <laughs> that got some legs. How do you feel about it right now? Uh, I feel, I feel good. I feel good about it. It's um, I think Disney plus has opened the door <clears throat> for a, a possibility of it happening because, you know, Ron Howard's been on record saying, uh, movie doesn't seem realistic um, in terms of a big theatrical thing, but you know we've been saying what Disney Plus could be the way to go for it because it's it's so primed when they leave to head to Jabba's Palace for that to be a serialized young Indiana Jones amazing yeah. episode. Uh, you know the amount of times that Han and Chewie bring up, well, we got out of places more heavily guarded than this. Well, we want to see that. And like, there's so many, there's so many adventures that these guys can go on and trouble they can get into. It'd be such an amazing adventure series. So that kicked the door open. The Disney plus thing makes it possible. I think it's something that I'm sure they're kicking the idea around because, you know, James, when he went to the presser for the rise of Skywalker for us, talked to Michelle Regwan, who's the VP of live action development. And he's like, do you you know anything about this? He was wearing the sweatshirt. She's like, oh, yeah, we do. And I have to take a picture of that and send it to my friend. And he wound up seeing her later in the halls and said, did you ever send your friend that photo? 
And she said, yes, uh, it was John Kasdan. So Mm. they're all well aware of it. And there's more of them. Some of them are more vocal than others about it. Like, you know, we're going to we have an interview coming up on Thursday where we interviewed John Powell, the composer for Solo. And I will talk about that, I guess, in a bit. But he he uses the hashtag religiously and he he you know, he's pretty uh, positive about it. He 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 said, sign me up the minute. They bring that back. I, I'll score the whole thing. I don't care if it's on TV or what. Yeah. So I, I just there there's certain positivity still growing, and I think it's one of those things where yeah, there's probably a window because Alden Ehrenreich's 31 years old, and you know, but I, I still think in a couple of years, you know, I, I still believe that we'll see them again. And I know they got the Lando thing and the Crimson Dawn thing's been talked about and all that stuff, but I, I think we'll see Han and Chewie again because last point is you need this guy in Star Wars. And that's the best way to bring him back yeah, in at this point. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yes, it's. Yes. It, I agree with you. My deal is, like you said, like the Indiana Jones. Like it seems like such an easy format, meaning they could go in and really just do advent the adventures of Han Solo, you know, and Chewie, Han and Chewie, exactly, whatever yeah. you want to call it. And, and right. even if it's not Solo two, and even if it is a different actor, although I'd like to see the same actor come back, you know. Because of some continuity, but uh, yeah, I, I just think yeah. it's a great idea, and you're you're right with Disney Plus. I I almost feel like I don't know if I want to see Lando before I see Han, you know. But then again, if there if somebody else makes the argument of hey, we want to make sure we do this right, it's Han Solo, you know. He's basically you know Luke Skywalker, then Han Solo. In some people's categories, it's flopped, you know. So right, uh, so I, I get it, but man, I just feel like that's just a treasure trove for oh yeah it, <laughs> it is man it's, and it's, it's gro- like like andy you said it's growing in popularity the movie with fans like the amount of people that we run into um who either find the podcast or, or whatever it's always who, who didn't see it in the theater it's either i wish i saw it in the theater or i i was late to the party but now i absolutely love that movie or yeah. i saw it in the theater i thought it was good but now it's like for some reason it's growing in my love of uh of, of out of all the movies and i think it's just one of those things where it, it has all the beats man it's written by lawrence kasdan and his son lawrence kasdan the greatest star wars scriptwriter of all time i think mm-hmm. most would argue it, it has ron howard who is an og lucasfilm kid mm-hmm. it has john williams who wrote the main theme for the movie then followed by john powell for the rest of the score it was george lucas's idea to make this movie he directed a scene for it i mean it's 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 it's, it's the most George Lucas Star Wars movie we've gotten since he sold it. And I think people are starting to really feel that as it's sort of aging a little bit. Well, I'll tell you what, for our segment that we have coming up and the research I had to do to get there, I felt it. <laughs> Me too. I was, I was like, Whoa, <laughs> I was, I, there's some stuff in there that I was like, you know, when you watch the movie, of course you're, you're distracted by a, a number of things. Um, when it comes to the tunes though, you're very distracted because they're just there. You just don't even know that it's like a heartbeat, right? You're not li- paying attention to the counts, but it's there all the time. And I was like, holy crap. I mean, some of this stuff, my picks were basically just pulls from just listening and, and yeah. having to go back and watch the scene again and go, my God. So let's, let's Do just, you want a segue? No, Do you want this, a segue? this is the segue. All this right, is perfect. Right. <laughs> so the, the topic for this evening is uh favorite cuts from solo and Rogue One, the two one-offs, okay? And should we disclaimer this? Go for it. The disclaimer is, look, 
We're doing music from from Star Wars movies. Yes. We're on YouTube right now. Right. Live chat, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. If we get kicked off, don't worry. We're just going to keep rolling, and then you can hit us back on the rewind. We're for, not going to uh, kick off. We're, we're, we're we'll gonna, see. We're I just make don't it to know. The end. All right. All we're right. going to make it Andy's to the end. Andy's a positive fella. Yes, we're going to make it. We're not getting booted, but... Rogue One, Solo, A Star Wars Story, the two one-offs, um, they are John Williams-inspired, mm -hmm. but have a lot of original um, music in it. And that's what that's one thing that I really love about uh, all of the... And, I, and I've got other... I grabbed a couple other ones, too. Um, Shadows of the Empire came out recently. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic soundtrack if you love soundtracks i highly encourage it i believe and i said this at the time uh the destruction of shizor's palace needs to be mentioned in the same sentence as duel of the fates the throne room the imperial march i think it's that good what's wow. that hashtag how would we call that hashtag I, john you're the hashtag creator what is it uh <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, no. hashtag uh, shizor salad shizor salad yeah shizor salad <laughs> yes <laughs> The first, uh, the first six seasons of the Clone Wars, uh, Kevin Kiner is a fantastic uh, yeah. composer. This is this is they only have the soundtrack for the first six seasons. The seventh season by itself is going to be amazing. I hope they just do that one. And he's doing the Bad Batch soundtrack too. So right. it's just gonna the Bad Batch is season eight of the Clone Wars. Okay, so it's just gonna pick up right where it left off musically, thematically. I can't wait for that. But what we're here to talk about tonight are these two, Solo and Rogue One. Oh, let John get throw his up too. You guys are yeah. I got a flex too, man. Got a baby. Yeah, hold on. I'll let me let me pull you back. So there's the Solo soundtrack. There's the yep. Solo Deluxe soundtrack, and then right. there's the Mondo solo soundtrack mondo yes. yes and the the version that we're holding up is oh mondo. that was good hold it there dude put it back john you gotta okay. actually the light was hitting it just right that looks great i love it what about the light on that? i'm sorry geez here you go andy wants to check his light I'm uh, sure, sure john's is more focused the we're really here to talk about lighting that's what we're here to talk about <laughs> so uh just so that we're not talking all night long i i told the guys i was like hey all right we're gonna do this we're gonna give us we're gonna give the people because this is what they want this is what the people want our two favorite cuts from solo our two favorite cuts from rogue one and then a fifth one at the end that we'll just leave it to the end mm. okay right. so yeah. i feel like because we have an honored guest with us, and because Solo is near and dear to his yeah, heart. keep looking, John. <laughs> that, John, I want you to go first with, oh, your, you, with your two favorite Solo cuts. All right. Um, yeah, so I, when it comes to music, especially movie music, I love the emotional stuff. And I, I love the dramatic pieces and that sort of thing. And one thing about Solo that I'm not going to say it bothers me when people talk about it, but when people say, eh, it's, it's, it's just a fun romp. That's all it is. I'm like, it's not at all. Like it is, it is, but it's also just this like 
hardening of this guy who is so hopeful and optimistic and 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 rebellious he gets burned by all these people throughout this whole movie like beckett burns him lando burns him and his love burns him kira like bing bang boom just like oh man the guy gets totally jaded and it, it happens throughout this film and the parts that i harped on here have to do with the fact that this really is um was written as a love story and I think that one of the biggest mistakes that they made in marketing the movies, they didn't focus on that. And they, they, they probably got a little afraid to do that, but they should have because uh, the Han and Kira, Han and Kira stuff to me, besides Han and Leia is the best romantic stuff in star Wars. And oh. I know prequel people are going to come at me and I know Raylo people are not like, going to like, not going to like to hear that. But to me it is. And it, it like hits home because all this guy, he was obsessed with all he wanted to do. Everything he did was to get back to her and to find her and help her. And it didn't work out. And then he finally runs into her again. And that's my first pick. So it's uh, Han and Kira. And it, this is on the deluxe edition. So if you have Spotify, you can fire it up pretty quickly. But it's Han and Kira reunite. And it's when she finds him at uh, on first light at um, Dryden Voss's thing and taps him on the shoulder. And he turns around and sees her and gives her that hug. And it's that swell of romance music. Uh, I don't know if we're going to play a clip here on that or not. There you but, go. You ready? Oh, this is a great yeah. lead in. Here it comes. <laughs> there you go yeah so it like when you hear that you're like to me and i'm not the biggest film historian but i think like gone with the wind i think yes. like out of africa yes like those types I, of things I, like I, somewhere in hard. time somewhere in time rachmaninoff that's what happened to, when when you gave me the list i started listening i'm like oh john that's me man as a kid i was all when you say out of africa gone with the wind i see i was thinking like lawrence of arabia I mean, yeah just like or, or even dances with wolves i mean all of that oh is all that very, i didn't even think of that yeah that's all very ah oh, it's it's good damn music and the problem is it's Oh, in the background, you just you kind of get lost right. in the dialogue. So I'm. This is why. Hold I'm, on, I'm going to hit it one I'm more time. All, I'm, I'm going to hit it one more time. Hit it one more time. <laughs> but I'm so glad. Are we still live. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to that. Yeah, it's pretty. I know it, it's man. classic. It's it's very classic. So John, you had such a great description. That's a perfect description. We should probably clip that as another uh, plug for Solo Two. Um, I was watching it because I, w I went back and I watched the clips, you know, because I was grabbing grabbing clips of the music <laughs> and the clip. What you said is that Han was doing everything for her. <laughs> what did he just said? No, it's, yeah, chicken it's, in the pot. It's, it's, I yeah. almost pulled chicken in the pot out yeah. too, but I was like, yeah, never mind. Um, uh, <laughs> she's not wrong, but uh, she's not. Wrong. Ironically, that's the song right after Han and Kira meet. Right, so or no, uh, wait, I should have pulled that's, chicken in that's the pot right before just it. to have chicken in the pot as a yeah. joke, but Lacey got it. All right, whatever. <laughs> it's like two songs at once. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's honestly great, a great song. I mean, um, but she meets Han and she just says, oh, you know, I kind of thought of you while you were away, you know, and you and he, the look in his eye, and she's like, I thought of all the adventures and I imagined myself with you, and he's just like, like. I did everything for you and right. she's still doing, I'm still doing everything. And she's like, I thought of you while you were away, you know, and it, right. it was, Ooh, Ugh. it was brutal. It was a dagger. Yeah. It's the biggest dagger of the movie. You yeah. know, it was yeah. crazy. It is. And if you notice the way they interact, 
the way he talks to her is still like nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. And yep. he and this is, you know, this is uh, Lawrence Kazan just brilliance. And he knows how to write Han Solo very well. Han Solo is very narrow minded in, in but sometimes in an earnest way. But he's talking to her as though like, oh, we're, we're good now. And she keeps giving these hints like things are not OK. And he's glossing right over them. Yep. Like, let's drink two and see where it goes. And she's like showing she has the scar. and She's saying like, it's a different time now. And he's just Kira, Kira, Kira. I love you. And it's just it all plays out right there until the very end. And that's why he gets blindsided so hard by it, because he is not paying attention. What it's Becca told a, him he's got to do is pay attention. But and and what kind of kills me about this, too, is that we all know it's coming. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yeah. There's yeah. no. There's we all Leia, know Leia exists, and, <laughs> yeah, and that's a love of just his life. Like, oh, Han, just pump the brakes, bud. This isn't gonna. <laughs> this isn't gonna end well. It's but, so high school, and we, though. And we want it to. We want we it do. to end well, and we know it's not gonna. That's good writing. Yeah. So that's good writing when yeah. you know that the outcome is never going to be the outcome that could be, you know, kind of trailed in front of you. Yeah. And you still want it to happen. Yeah. Yes. So, John, yeah. great, great choice. What was your number two cut? Um, so uh, along the same vein, but it's right when he sees her fly off. And it's the also John's the deluxe softie, edition, man. John's I am. I am. You know, I will admit this. I, I like rom-coms. I like bad rom-coms. I've seen the movie the Something Notebook. Borrowed. Wait, with the guy wait, from what? the office like 10 times uh well, i can't we'll, explain we'll why i have we'll, not seen that movie i'm still laughing yeah. though because the name is called something it's like hope float something borrowed blue it and is, red. dude yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. i don't know what to tell you we'll, i don't know what we'll, to tell you we'll cut that in post that, uh, <laughs> you can yeah you can cut that for the live people now no now they know but it's 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 the track and the deluxe edition uh, called Mall's Call slash Parting Ways. Now, of course, the, the, the Mall's Call part, you get the Shades of the Duel of the Fates, which is very cool, and yes. I like all that. But there's one specific part, and I think I timestamped you guys on this one. Yeah, I, I hope I got it for you. All right. So let me know if you're ready. ready? I am ready. Here we go. Oh, I was doing... Look, I got to be pro here. Here we go. Yep. so good it's pretty yeah i mean that's and that's that's, right and you you when you hear that you see that scene you see his face looking and watching her leave Yep. and it is and it's right before chewy comes up to him kind of like says like hey i'm here for you buddy you know one of those things and Right before that, they play a certain, a similar version to the Reunited song that we just listened to, but in a more somber, tragic way. And it leads into that. And that one just rips you through the chest. And then it follows that with the Han Solo theme, like uh, Meet Han or whatever it's called. And mm-hmm. it that is even uh, played with like one instrument to show that he's kind of like, you're on your own now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Chewy, but you're kind of you're left in the dust here now and now it's just is, um, he, it's unbelievable he's so and now he's han solo and yes. now he's han solo right uh all right josh well not yet because while we have lacy in the chat i just wanted to make sure that we hit uh john's third favorite song <laughs> i i i here let's see if we can go to the middle here Lacey I, wa- Lacey, I want you to defend this. I want you to sing it. 
<laughs> the music is very, still very good. Yeah. Do you hear what? I don't know if that person's on key. They're, I don't think they're supposed to be. It's a frog in formaldehyde. Right? <laughs> now, I would say, I didn't, I was just about to say this without realizing the uh, other Disney implications to this, but it's space jazz. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say it's a space jam, but. The Lacey says different. bad version. That's from the soundtrack. I don't know what else. Here, let me just remind you. She's just, the, she wants the beginning where the, okay. where the frog is singing. Now, this part's kind of cool. Yeah, it's good. Good vibes. Put on a spinner. Oh, very Disney right there. Very. Speaking of Disney, are we off yet? Uh, yeah. All right. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'll say this. L Lacey definitely brings us up in our interview with John Powell. So he, right he, ta he, he talks about it. There is, yeah, the, the version, of, he explains all of this uh, to plug our interview for Thursday. But yes. Um, there are two different versions, uh, and there's a there's a reason why. But uh, yeah, it, is there one it, with a lower voice? I see it with lower voice. It says, yeah, in the movie they went with that version, the lower the voice, where he's very like, yeah, I think she, yeah, she, I think she likes All that. Right, one. I'll work on that. And one. James likes James likes the high one, and they argue about it, and I'm like, but but Han and Kira, yeah, that's well, and I think you are probably right but i'm i don't want to get slammed in the chat anymore um so we'll, neither do i yeah so. let's just move on i guess how dare you play the wrong one <laughs> she's right i'm sorry yeah, i didn't is, know that i didn't you, know chicken hey, in the pot had all these uh you're, remixes you're talking to a 2019 i know i know she's, a, she's an award Wait, winner which, by the way, I, i'm still waiting for my leg lamp from you guys like where's <laughs> yeah, my where's yeah. my big award i don't well, know john you gotta well this is well now you're in look, the running we now give them away we give them away like candy so you're probably in so you're fine <laughs> <laughs> it's just kidding. Just kidding. No, they're very, they're very prestigious. The real award is being here talking with you two fine gentlemen about well, All right, you're in. Yeah, you're yeah, in. Good yeah. work, John. That's Here's, it. Congrats. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> all right. Josh. Uh, so I had a couple from Solo. I I like, and I already gave, a, gave it away because I'm kind of like John. I like those emotional pieces. Uh, uh, my favorite show is, see, John did this and I'm going to do it too. My favorite show as a kid. For no apparent reason. I'm talking a young kid. I was too young to like this movie. And it was Somewhere in Time with Christopher Reeves. And uh, the, you know, na, 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 na. He goes back in time and he finds some olden time lady. It was ridiculous. It's a terrible, there's no action. I was about the same age I was watching Star Wars when I was watching this movie. And I still <laughs> loved it. So I took Lando's Closet. And so just. Ah. I just love this stuff. It's so damn good. It's good. However, I can't play it all the way through. But there's a point. I didn't clip mine. There's a point when I was listening to it in my vehicle as I was driving. And I was like, oh, and it hits those high. Just no, nah, no. Nah. And I really, it really sounded like a Rachmaninoff, you know, uh, song and so or whatever music score uh concerto? yeah concerto uh whatever and so i really <laughs> i really like that because what i realize is that when you're watching those movies those emotions that you feel there are subliminally put into your brain by that music which you're maybe not keying on to while you're watching the movie um, yeah. which i just love just pulls it right out. it just pulls it out yeah. and so i love that now my second one though i'm i'm very excited about 
So that was Lando's closet. If you want to look it up, it's just, it's just you can go to sleep to it. Um, but this one, dude, I wish I could play as much as I want to. I'm just going to play it. We're already done. Here it goes. And oh, I didn't tell you the name. It is Castle Run in less than 12 parsecs. Oh, this yeah. is freaking a it, it is Star Wars compressed. It is the best. I, I can't even do it all, but really quick. Yeah, we got it. And then and then Dun, 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 dun. I can't even do it because I stopped it at 20 seconds. It goes to the next thing, which is when they're the uh, asteroid chase. Uh, the asteroid yeah, chase. Yeah. It's like it's like all of Star Wars in like 30 or 40 seconds. I was just in love with that. Have you guys been on? I haven't been to Galaxy's Edge yet. Have you guys been there? No. Nope. We were supposed, supposed to. to. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to d- 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 they they better play that in the ride dun, on the Falcon. Dun, That's all. Awesome. Hold on. I'm gonna yeah. do it now. Now I'm ticked because I trimmed it because I was all worried about crap. But I'm gonna. Or I guess we all just put our earbuds in when we're on the ride. If they don't, and just listen to that when we're on the ride. Forget hitting the buttons. Exactly. Get ready. Here it comes. Now we're really off. Okay. Just listen to it one more time. comes i love this oh my god yeah that's it ridiculous that's the falcon song right there that's the freaking falcon's theme song yeah you can hear yes yeah yeah and it's just (laughs) do that again Wow! <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. so that's a great that's choice. a great pick. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the, like the Bohe- that's the Bohemian Rhapsody. It in the is. Solo. You're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. You're right. You're yeah. getting, it's it's the Samoa Girl Scout cookies. It's got everything in one cookie. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> now, and now I'm hungry. <laughs> there you go. All right, my two choices, man. Um, Great picks. First of all, thank you, John. First of all, I love that we don't have any overlap because we've got two different. We don't yet. We do. We do later, soon. but not, yes. but not yet. Not in solo. I when I listen, when I listen to this, and I don't know if it's because of an, a legitimate bias, but I feel like you could swap some of these songs out for an Indiana Jones kind of mm. movie, because I feel like this movie and the music represents the movie is fun, adventurous kind of matching some of the same beats you'd get in an Indiana Jones. But of yeah. course that could be again from some bias. Um, I really, I, this wasn't one of my favorites, but I really like the empire recruitment because it was very star spangly, like captain America, like the Empire's great. Hey, come on up and sign up for the empire, you know, join up. I liked it too. And then, and then it, the Mimban battle was like more, actual empire right this sucks welcome to saving private (laughs) ryan exactly (laughs) exactly it's and it's like the same song but one's played in major keys and the other one's played in minor keys right but it's i I really like that but um my first choice my first choice i was gonna say train heist because it's like this dun 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 dun, that's kind of man it's kind of like and then there's a bam emphasis nest uh you know blast right in the middle of it 
But I decided just to go with the Emphis standoff. Ooh. Because I oh. really like the Emphis. It kind of sounds foreign and wild and everything that Emphasis kind of is like she's dangerous. It keeps me kind of on edge, but I kind of like it kind of thing. It's, yeah. It's, it's Emphis is the kind of girl you know you're not supposed to date, but you're really intrigued by her. <laughs> what? Like, like, you're, like you're curious, right? Now, I, I do have to say this, Andy, and okay. I'm wondering if, did you decide this when you first saw Emphis? Because we didn't know she was a girl. Were you ready to date Emphis Nest at that I, point? N- no. Okay, I'm just checking. No, I'm, I'm, checking. I'm not sure I am now. I either. just want to know. I just want to know. You know how how into this you are. But but that's just kind of it's like exciting and dangerous at the same time. All right, all right. You ready? Yeah. Me too. Right. Almost there. We go. There's some chants going on back yes. there. Yes. Yeah, big time. And That's so that cool. that kind of follows along with like Duel of the Fates. It's got the I can't remember what language they're speaking off the top of my head, but but it's but it's like it's kind, of, it's kind of scary D- a little Dolph. bit, but it's also really kind of cool and exciting, and it just kind of blasts. Kind of, boom! Let's do it again. We're already we're already in the mire. A lot of Ooh. percussive stuff going on there too. Ooh. Yeah, very, Ooh. very like, like just it's almost punch a little you. Black Panthery. <laughs> it's got, it's just yeah, got that kinda, good vibe. Yeah, I love it. I love that. And so, um, Hindi, we get Hindi. Hindi. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll take it. I love that. My second choice, and I know I saw JD put it down here too, but it's the L three and the Millennium Falcon. That merging when that finally happened, this music just hits it perfect it that for me was a little emotional you like cried it it got me right here i'll tell you that i don't know if i teared up in this movie at all but if i was it would be it would be the passing of l3 into the falcon because the falcon is such a character i agree and this is why john do you feel like that that wasn't hyped enough uh what l3 falcon has a soul like the falcon was an entity like Uh, a droid droids are essentially sentient beings in the star wars universe uh they've been discriminated against yet we our favorite you know our favorite characters are droids in some way yeah i don't you mean in, in terms of when they marketed the movie i'm just saying like i think that's a pretty cool concept but it doesn't feel like it ever got legs at least not in the star wars universe like nobody's talking about the millennium falcon as l3 so are you, I, what i'm asking yeah. is l3 not was l3 not a good enough character to be the millennium falcon no nah, she was great that yeah i don't, I don't know yeah. like it's funny when Which i, I, when don't I agree first with. yeah i mean when i first saw solo i didn't like l3 but then i got to see more of phoebe waller bridge and other stuff and she just charmed the hell out of me and it made me like L3 more. So now I do like L3. So it, she grew on me pr- for sure. The I, And I didn't at first like the whole, oh, the Millennium Falcon is L3 thing. And I, I still don't know that I see it that way because they just took out her navigational uh, systems. They didn't take everything and they put it in there. 
Um, but I, I like the idea that it's yeah. it's sort of this ambiguous. You don't think it's a soul, though. You don't think that they gave the Falcon a soul, or do you think that was too on the nose? Like the Falcon became a character without any um, explanation. So I, I see yeah. it as, as some of the the spunkiness, the finickiness of like the hyperdrive and stuff. Yeah. Now when I go back and watch that, and I think that okay, well that's a little bit of L three being yeah. a punk, yeah. you know, and so like. It for me it was it, it seemed like a really nice explanation to why why Lando and then Han were so sentimental towards it like they're where the attachment kind of came from beyond just like like this is my car I have it when I was sixteen I still have it now I take care of it beyond that you know and there's there was talk that you know that, that uh, Lando and L three kind of had a thing too which kind of adds to the, a layer to it which. An interesting layer, to be sure. Um, uh, What I'm saying, uh, let me see if I can clarify. I love the concept. I love kind of the reverse concept because the Falcon had a soul after we watched the original trilogy, right? It had a soul, right? Like the Falcon... And then when you saw the the sequels, you were like, please, God, don't blow up the Falcon. That was all. Like, Han died. You're like, damn it. Uh-oh, but the yeah. Falcon's still around. Good. You know, and Chewie, by the way. Chewie's probably up there with the Falcon. Um, anyone else, you could probably see, like, okay, I can see them dying. But the Falcon has a soul. And then they kind of do a little rewrite, you know, a right backwards into the Falcon and give it a soul by putting L3 in. Do you think yeah. it was an execution it's, thing? Maybe like they didn't execute it probably like you weren't endeared to L3. I always thought L3 was more of like a Sigourney Weaver character to me. She was just, she was a strong character, a little sassier yeah. than Sigourney, but um, yeah, I, it's, I, I think they wanted to leave it, uh, which I think Lawrence Kazan likes to do this a lot. Leave it in the eye of the beholder and just say, however you see it is how it plays out. I, I don't, I'll say this. I don't think they were like, let's make the money in Falcon Herbie, the love bug where it's like, okay, now the Falcon's <laughs> going to be like, open the door now. And uh, you know, leak oil on the bad guy. And you know, that sort of thing. But <laughs> I, I'm you know. glad they didn't do that. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. like the soul is what I'm going for. It's like the Falcon goes yeah. beyond just being a ship. It goes to being like, which I guess Han didn't have a tight L3 really, but anyway, all right. Sorry. Bad question. All right. So Uh, moving on, moving on. Wait, are you going to play something? I thought I was going to play yours. Didn't we? Oh yeah. yeah. We haven't even played played the song yet. Sorry. L3 and the millennium. L3. Here we go. Now that we think soul, think, uh, think Sigourney Weaver. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. If you could just put dun 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 so, into anything, yes. It's so that amazing. song, John that Williams. song has a lot of originality to it. But when it swells yeah. and kind of that that Star Wars kind of theme to it, and that is that is when L three is now what's left of her is now the Millennium Falcon, and he's flying off with the Millennium Falcon, and it's just like yeah. This is now, now the Millennium Falcon is the Falcon. Okay. It, it yeah. is now, it is now yeah. the Falcon, the Falcon right. that we love. And this is, this is the moment that it happens. And when the music swells, that's the moment. And for me, that's the goosebump. That's okay. I, that's yeah. Yeah. Without a doubt. Anytime you get a variation of the, the main Star Wars theme, um, like even in the trailer for Rise of Skywalker, it's just like hits you right in the chest. Oh. And whatever Definitely. they did, that, that which they're doing right there, that slow pan, that slow pull on that music, like that's, it's like, oh, you can take an already dramatic 
piece and just make it more dramatic by slowing it down a bit yeah Yeah. right just make it it meaty okay next up and we're gonna go in reverse order i'm gonna go first on this one fine whatever we're gonna talk two favorite cuts off of rogue one a star wars story written by michael i always screw up his name it's and he's and he has it. I was gonna let right you say it. Twitter. I was gonna let you say it. It's uh, I don't know. Giacchino. I think it's Giacchino. I think that. Giacchino? I think that's how I yeah. say. We'll go with Giacchino. Yeah. Giacchino. Yeah. And for as and we're all professionals here. For, so. <laughs> for as fun, <laughs> for as fun and uplifting, and and uh, and kind of adventurous as as Solo is. This one. I mean, you want to talk thematic. To me, when I listen to this, I have to be in a certain mood. This is not something that I'll just play and have it on in the background. All right. It's militant. You're serious about that. Yeah. It's it's uneasy. It's kind of sad. I mean, there's not... For a movie that is based around the idea of hope, there's very little in it. And the music reflects it almost in every single track. There's yeah. Not, and, and so that I, I really appreciate that. This is not a soundtrack I can listen to casually. I have to, I have to, and maybe that sounds weird. I don't know if that sounds weird, but. What do you mean casually? Like, this isn't something. Like, you have to be in the right state of mind to listen to this? Yeah, I I can't. Have you done a few push-ups or. um, (laughs) This is not, no, this is not a workout uh, montage music. So maybe it's, yeah. This isn't Rocky Three. It's reflecting. So you're talking sunset out on the deck. Yeah, a uh, very Zack Snyder type of film cut going on. <laughs> well, I, I I don't know if it's not, man, it's maybe not quite dark like that, but it's not well, not necessarily. That dark. No, no, it's I'm not talking, happy. I'm talking it, Superman. I don't know. So yeah. let me just give you my my shots here. All right, and I feel like I I don't want this to be like a layup because I love the scene that it came from. All right, but hope. And it's at the end, and it's the Vader in the hallway music. Oh man! And, oh jeez! And that okay. so we got to play the whole thing and really get kicked off here. Or? Well, it's—I don't think it's a super long song. All right. Well, no, no, we're not going to play the whole thing. But let me just say this: everybody loved that scene because it was finally the Vader that everybody talked about being the badass, finally being the badass, and he just walks through. All of these rebel soldiers or what are now rebel soldiers and like hot knife through butter and it's intense. And we're like, I know how this ends, but is he get is the are the plans going to make it? And it's like (laughs) really makes you. And they name the song Hope, which is hilarious. I know. And it's this is the thing. It's named Hope and it's absolutely devastating in the movie. But the goal was to get the plans and they got the plans, and everybody along the way was wiped. And so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, hope, hope, hit it. Saber throw. I left him on the ceiling. 
Oh. Right. So <laughs> see, that, I can see it. Yeah, it's 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 hard for me to separate the music from the scene because the two go so well hand in hand. And one I, of the best scenes in Star Wars. It, it really is. A, Only the best scenes in Star Wars because of prior scenes that give you established that scene. But still, one of the best scenes in Star yeah, Wars where it, you were just like on the uh, like I stood up yeah. in the theater like holy shit. Yeah, it was it was super I intense. Agree. And you um, never saw it coming. Like we saw, like, oh, okay, they, they fit, the plans are there, and then all of a sudden we get this tantive freaking the hallway scene and i'm like unbelievable yeah and unbelievable. then and then the very end of that you get a little bit of uh what becomes kind of the rebels the ton of four and, and it and it does kind of have a just a light little upswing at the end but it's it's mostly devastating music yep and so that was my first pick my second pick the operatics um, in that by the way just take it to the next level too oh <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's no chicken in the pot but it is <laughs> It is. <laughs> Keep poking that bear, Josh. I'll tell you why in a minute, but yeah, no problem. Because I'm uh, working. I'm working over here. All right. What do you? What do you <laughs> so, um, the, my second pick is the master switch. Ah, oh, that's a shared pick with you. So now, no, with John. Oh, with John. So now you yes, and John right. get to discuss the master switch. Okay, right. John. Let me tell you why I chose the master switch, and it's it's. I'll be brief. It's intense. It's got a little bit of horror theme to it. Uh, it, it. It then upswings. It's like, yeah, because they got the master switch on and then it ends sad. There is more range in this one song than any song on this on this album to me. Right. It, 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 it goes from scary and intense to like just a, <laughs> one second of hope and then somber and sad at the end. So I right. really love the range of emotion in this song. John, what's your take? Yeah, it's funny. Like Star Wars, one of its tropes is uh, all of this complexity, but then everything can be turned on or off with like a button or a switch. And <laughs> it's you have to get to that switch and you have to flip it. And it's like we came here <clears throat> and we, we, we did all this to divert all these things. And oh, we just have to go flip that switch. Yeah. OK. Uh, oh, but we, then just the have, we just have to uh, bullseye the vent in the Death Star. Yeah. That's it. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, how do you open that door? Oh, you just blast it. How do you close <laughs> that door? You just blast it. It's like, OK. So but but the music, G. Kino's music makes it big. And it makes that moment huge. And it's cheered believing in the force and his buddy who doesn't believe or used to believe watching him do it, which then leads him to reciting that again, saying either I believe or, or I want you to know that I believe in what you did. And uh, the swell at 240, like you brought up, um, it's, it's a power. It's just like so emotionally powerful and victorious, even though, like you said, they all they all die after that, and like Chira dies, and he says like you know look for the force and you'll always find me. And then Baze dies, and when Baze sees oh. the ship blow up, he knows he's gonna die, and he starts shooting off like uh, Tom Hanks in Saving Private Ryan with the with the pistol at the tank. And it's just like you're right, it, it, that track has kind of it is Rogue One in a few minutes. It's like okay, so we're going along here, we're doing this thing, we're we're being sneaky. It's a little dark, it's a little scary, victorious, and then we're all dead because of continuity. We're not in episode four. We got to explain why we're not. <laughs> so we're all gonna die. That's right, of course. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I couldn't have got I, a pickup. Couldn't have got a pickup. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, John. <laughs> um, so I great I pick, man. Two different uh, timestamps. I'm just gonna start. You gave me the 25 second mark, John. Did you give me one? 
I not, threw up 240 when 240. the that, so when that I, big uh, victorious build happens. But see, you can what, play both, or you know, I don't know. I don't nah, know what to do here. Play, play. Let's Johnson. go 240. All hope, right, do the hopeful. Oh, 240. Yeah. Oh, I can see the swell in the in the wavelengths here. I'm gonna go 239 <laughs> just to grab it. Jeez, John, you like that? You like the big stuff, buddy. All right, like the big here stuff. we go. Uh, Master Switch from Rogue One. So big. That's a big moment. Poof. <laughs> yeah. That is a big moment. All right, hold on. Andy, I'm oh no wrong one. No, 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 you son of a um I'm gonna Teaser. try and do a uh, stop. I know that was a spoiler alert. Um I'm gonna try and let me do yours really quick because you have the 25 second mark. So what do you like about that part? Well, I like that it it it's kind of a horror show, repetitive, over and over and over and over and over, and it just kind of builds the suspense. Here we go. Oh, so this is just like, is it gonna? Are we gonna make it? Are we gonna make it? Are we yeah. gonna make it? Are we yeah, gonna make it? Yeah, we got Michael Myers yeah. coming after yeah. us here. And it, just, <laughs> it just, it. That joke. does speak to John's taste, though. He's like, I just want to cry. <laughs> I just, yeah, I need to. I need to. I need to emote. It's just it. But seriously, that beginning of that song, it just. Dun, 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 yeah. It just keeps doing it over and over, mm -hmm. and it kind of. Mm -hmm. it, it just, and then it get, then it gets real bad, and then it builds up in the middle of there that what john played there and so right i just i really like the range of that song right. I, I can't say it enough so i good. agree yeah okay who are we moving to now john no. is it me well yeah john can give a second one john what's your oh, second one? I, my second one is from rogue uh one. from rogue one your father would be proud um which is probably a popular pick amongst many um and i didn't give you a timestamp on you didn't. this i i could start from the beginning or you could just kind of throw like you want me I'm, to jump in the middle a little bit or so i'm thinking around the uh 330 ish mark um when they're about to get hit by the radiation of yeah. the death star it's the two of them on the beach hugging each other right you know sort of right after he says your father would have been proud of you and they don't they stop talking to each other after that it, they just know the inevitability of the moment and what I think I like about it most is it builds and it gets to the peak note, but it never gives you that closure end mm. note that like mm. that, that bottom base note. And that's your way of saying like, they just got wiped out. Mm. Now this doesn't have anything to do with being a new daddy again, does it? Uh, you know, it's funny because I've always like, the whole dad, you want to have a catch field of dreams thing. Like that stuff always got to me, you know, it's just, <laughs> you've been so born I, a dad. You've yeah. been born. A, I've been born a dad. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know, man. Yeah. It, well, I'll it, tell it, you it, what, John, the familial your stuff. Would be proud. Your father oh. would be proud. Okay. Thanks, Diane. Sorry. sorry. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, one second's coming up, I believe. And I faded out. Uh, and it stops. It, it pretty much stops yeah, there. It, and it, you don't get that 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 bass like E note or whatever. That I think to, it's like, right. I think it's right closure. here. I'm gonna do it. Like I said, we're already in the mire. We might as well. We might as well. Yeah. Just, 
just lean in. Just, Here just, it comes. Let's hit that unresolved yeah. note. Yes. yes. They don't, get, they don't give it. you the boom. Yeah. Yeah. You're that right. I love learning that. No, I just, I, I never keyed into that. Don't, don't. And there's no like, don't. It's just don't. Right. Yeah. And it's just like that, that, that's, that, that's when the moment they died, they stopped hearing the music. So we did too. You know, it's like, uh, <laughs> guy's a poet. Yeah. Make me cry, John. G Kino, dude. I know. I know. G Kino, we only did this in a few months, right? That's the yeah, story. That's ridiculous. So, that's, yeah. that's a talented, talented guy right there. He um, is for sure. Yeah. Josh. All right. I'll hop through mine really quick because they're, they're, Here's the deal. Mine are very basic. My my first explanation for the one that I picked from New Hope is the very first song you hear, which is He's Here For Us. Oh, because it was the first time we had ever started a Star Wars movie without the scroll, without the dun, 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 you know, without any of that. It just went bang. And like, I remember being in the theater going like, what? And then. <laughs> And then we went into the movie yeah. and for a moment, it took me probably five minutes to kind of reconcile with what was happening to me. Yeah. Did we, this isn't normal. This isn't, what's going on? Because remember, this was the first story we'd ever, we'd ever received. And I was purely shocked, but also like enthused by it. It, it, it made me happy. So here you go. Here's a, uh, uh, he's coming. He's here for us. That's it. That's it. Love it. And I was just like, what's happening? And then the little dee dee dee. That's very yeah. Dagobah. Yeah. It is. And then we're falling down to the planet, right? Yeah. It's just this. This. This is my favorite. Yeah. So you can you take everything that's been done in Star Wars <laughs> over six movies with the scroll and and you turn it into <laughs> you, you know you know what that is that that's that's a jump scare from a horror movie and that's it like is. It, it's then it's like gareth edwards saying like i want you to feel uneasy because this isn't going to be your typical star wars movie I and they, he wants to be like oh what was that yeah i agree it, it just took me it took me off guard it's not scary by any means but it just took me off guard and i remember like looking around in the theater waiting for other people to look around and be like where the hell's a scroll yeah. Where the hell's the, where's yeah. that? Where's Star Wars at? Although that was quickly solved by this is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. So I was just like, wow. All the, right. The um, th this this is uh, Kino's way of saying you're going to be off kilter this whole movie. I think it's yeah. genius, too, yeah. Yeah. because it's that one that one little note is genius to say I'm taking a big old grandiose entry and I'm turning it into one note, and then you're just going to hit, hit over the head <laughs> right. and enjoy the show, you know. So yeah. I really, I really like that. Um, yeah. All right, number two, number two, which here's a, a quick story. I missed this mentally, but when I went back and watched Rogue One, I don't know the third or fourth time, the visit with Krennic to Vader is so powerful. 
And it just never really like solidified in my brain for some reason. I was thinking about all the other parts of the movies, you know, of the movie, like, you know, just, I like Jin. I liked the, I liked the, the, um, uh, on Jetta, all those scenes were great, but the Vader scene for some reason just kind of was very vague to me. And I remember when I finally watched that scene, I don't know, whatever time I watched the rogue one and went, Oh crap, this is pretty cool because this is, like almost a vader story a little bit like you could go down the vader track of he's a bad without the emperor we know the emperor is the the power in the in the galaxy right yeah but vader's got his own he's got his own place his own little palace and you fly to meet that dude (laughs) and and he's a little cocky there because boss ain't watching he gets and i just like that because vader even in the you know original trilogy got overshadowed by the emperor when he was the ultimate evil and then the emperor shows up and in that, I just like seeing Vader be like, Vader's was a bad dude. We give Vader a lot of credit because we know Anakin. But Vader was a bad dude, you know? And so I, I just like Krennic basically asking, like... Getting put in his place. He's like, don't choke on your aspirations. You know what I mean? <laughs> God's sakes. Like, what it's, a freaking Arnold Schwarzenegger line. And you know oh, what, yeah. You know what, and you know what I realized uh, when I was watching this is, like, when he does the little yeah. finger C, you know... <laughs> it, it, it's like, it's like this, this is how much your life is right now. And if I, and if I want it to end, that's yeah, all I got to do. That's it. This is the span. This is, this is your life right here. Don't choke on your aspirations. Yeah, it's like, see this right it's here. It's also a great locker room insult. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I didn't start at the right spot. I got to Yeah. Sorry. See, I was all worried about your guys' crap. Never worked on mine. Um, all right. Hold on. I just want to get to just, just allegedly right here. Here we go. Allegedly, I worked on your stuff. <laughs> uh, anyway, my explanation was better than my. It's just. I mean, it's just ominous. And Krennic. The big gong. Yeah. That's him flying in. That's him flying yeah. in. And then there's more. The, the thing is, we can't do all the parts, but he's flying in. He's scared out of his mind. <laughs> Although I do give Krennic credit. He showed up. He did. And he still asked a question. Is it still mine? You know, which is take some is, cajones. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. Am <laughs> I still, in, what is he, am I still in control? And does Vader ask, do you feel like you're in control or something yeah. like that? It's, just yeah. Yeah. it's an ironic question. It's badass. Yeah. So anyway, that whole piece is, nope, that's good. is worth it. It's so. funny because all of these that we're choosing, it's like, they're all good. And for all the reasons that we're saying them, it's not like you said one is like, you know what? I hated that one. You know, <laughs> no, that no. one wasn't good. I would have gone a different direction. No, i and we're not going to say that in this because not, it's music, musical. What, what's this? Ben, ben Mendelsohn playing characters who have to ask an evil guy whether he's still in charge or not. Just like remember in uh, Dark Knight Rises with Bane, he's like, "Do you feel in charge?" Uh, and then he just <laughs> fucking he snaps his neck. Crazy. <laughs> Do you feel in charge? Do you feel in charge? There you go. That's it. Uh, I'm Bane. Can you believe how evil my voice sounds right now? Yeah. <laughs> It's like Sean that, Connery when I watched, after the dentist. When I watched Bane, I was just like, oh, dude, look how buff that. Oh, looks. Oh, my God. He's so scared. Hello. <laughs> like, I was born in it. I'm a man. I'm a scary guy. Oh, oh sorry. Mommy, I can, yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. So this this kind of. Hold um, on. Before we get there. 
going back to that. No, I just trying to make fetch happen. Deep voice. So the the female voice starts. There we go. Is this a version we needed? Well, this one's terrifying me. All right. Yeah, that's enough. I'm never playing that song ever again. Okay. <laughs> well, that's out. That's on yeah, you, Josh. Yeah. That's on you. The last, the last bit, and I know we've gone a little long, nope, a little longer than usual. She's yelling at me. I can't make her happy. Uh, the last, the last one, and this is the bonus. This is the bonus for you. We've we've talked about some Star Wars one-offs where it has. It might be John Williams influenced, but it's not all original right. John Williams. And and it's almost unfair to ask somebody else to do a Star Wars because you're only going to get compared to John Williams. And and that's a tough bar, right? That is a tough bar. Let me ask a question, quick question. Who do you think did better, the composer for Solo or for Ugh. Rogue One? I, I John? John Powell. You like Solo then? Yeah, I mean, I, did you, I mean it's flip a coin, but for me... John Powell, and I may be biased because we spent an hour and a half talking to him, but I think you might be right, though. Well, because I, I think Rogue One was just a little different, where John Powell definitely just kept here's, the theme. All here's the way what through, it right? is: Solo's more palatable. Yeah, right. It's not. It's not quite so uneasy, not quite so dark, and there there are fun and happy moments reflected in the music in Solo that you just don't get. Yeah. In in Rogue One, now the music for Rogue One is perfect. But so is the music for solo. I don't. I, I I love them both equally. I just I just know for me I can't just throw on Rogue One and listen to it while I'm making dinner. Or something I like see that because it's um it's a mood. Well, that you I'm, did say that there was one particular song you had to be in the exact perfect state to listen to. So I yeah I get it. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not a warm and fuzzy. It's like, like hey you know play it when people are come over and just have it on in the background. Right. It's not nobody wants to cry in front of company. <laughs> At least on oh, no. So um yeah. the last the last song, the bonus track here is uh, and and you only get to pick one. All right. What is your favorite Brutal. John Williams Star Wars song? <sighs> Again, John, it's brutal. You're right. You're absolutely right. There are so it many is. to choose from. It's There's, that meme on Twitter. One has to go or whatever. It's like, yeah. No. Yeah. You, if 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 you could only listen to one, yeah, to, right. to the exclusion of all other oh, John Williams, brutal. Like, so what do you pick? And 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 I would love. I'd love to see. I would love to see what the people in the chat say was their yeah. favorite John Williams piece. Um. Please post and post in the comments afterwards if you're listening on the rewind. I, I guarantee 80% of them are going to be Leia's theme. That's my guess. You want to know, well, uh, where are we going? Who's going first? You or you? <laughs> okay, I can go first. Here's the deal, John. You and I have the same one. Yeah. Okay, so I should and go I'm first. And I'm saying, I, I, like, I threw it to Andy and he goes, and I hadn't seen your list. And he goes, that's John's. And I was like, damn it. No, not that's a, no, yeah. no, 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 no. It's not. I meant, I meant, I like. I don't want to feel like I was like copying him, but I have a very specific reason why. But yes, and I and would so be, do you for. I'm sure you know. That's yeah. that's why we're here. You know, what would be cool is if you guys had the same reason. It, that would be weird. <laughs> that, that would be creepy. Weird. So we we'll gotta write that. it down and then yeah. all right, put it in an envelope. <laughs> okay, and I'll read it. I'll yeah, read it yeah. live on it. Okay, so 
I I had and yours is phenomenal, by the way. I had two that I really went back and forth on, and and the two were both from Empire Strikes Back. The one that I did not pick was Yoda and the Force. That that kind of combines Yoda's theme, uh, and it, and it kind of fancies it up a little bit. And I love that song. I absolutely love it. And I think it's kind of funny that it kind of has an E.T. Mm. feel to it. If you go and listen to it, we're not going to do it today, but go back and listen John, to the whole thing. John, can you hum E.T.? Uh, uh, oh, there it is. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So it, careful with John Williams because I'll do Raiders and Superman before I make it to the one I need to every time. <laughs> and maybe a little Jurassic Park. So yeah. Well, that's that one's easier. But Raiders and Superman <laughs> just come in right before I can get to anything else. So yeah, this reminds us of our John Williams hum off from well, like yes, way back circa that nobody listened to. Yes, we had a John Williams hum off. So um, <laughs> nice. It sounds so the, the Yoda and the Force theme. That's when that's when Yoda lifts the X wing. <laughs> out of the swamp that music it's awesome and i really am disappointed in myself that that's not my favorite all right well what is your damn favorite my favorite and there's john kind of alluded to it a little bit it's a good one my favorite is actually the rebel fleet and credits from empire strikes back the reason being Mm. is because it ties the Han Solo and Leia or Han Solo and the princess theme into it with the big, with the big finish. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's phenomenal. I, I said at the one forty five mark, Josh, if you, uh, I got you. Okay. Ready? So ready when, ready when you may fire. Here we ready. That's it. Han and Chewie oh, going away. Man. No. Chewie and Luke and Lando. Oh, Chewie and Lando. Not, no, Chewie I and said Lando. Han and Chewie. Chewie, sorry. Yeah. Chewie, Chewie and Lando pulling yeah. away. That's Lando right. wearing Han's clothes. Exactly. Weird. Some, wearing yeah. his vest they, for some reason. Lando's closet is also Han's closet, which is also yeah. Lando's well, we closet. We can play that so, song too. Right. Here it is. Lando's yeah. closet. <laughs> but, but no, Luke and Leia are watching Chewie and Lando take <laughs> off. And it, it ties in that theme. And then no, it kicks that into... Is, yeah. that, I was mad when you... I was like... I, yeah, I mean, I Luke's this. got his arm around Leia, 3PO and Droid 2, and away. I, I mean, that's... He's got a robotic on arm. On the frigate. Yeah. yeah. They're showing the fleet. You never really get to see the fleet. You see, like, the you see like the galaxy in the offset? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it, that's a moment, like, you listen to that track, you should, we play that for, like, even casual Star Wars fans be like, what moment in Star Wars is that? Like, that's the end of Empire Strikes Back. Exactly. You're right. You yeah, just know it. Yeah. I agree. So, and there is one other reason why this is my favorite, because in the Force Awakens, the first theatrical trailer—not the teaser, not the one or two teaser trailers in front of it—but the first theatrical trailer hits that Han and the Princess theme when we first see the Falcon mm-hmm. going through the 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 remains of the of a destroyer, and you goosebump up. I swear to goodness. I teared up, not because it was a, such a cool scene, but that music got me. It got yeah. me, Josh. It got me, John. It's damn music. And they tied it in with The Force Awakens. And if I wasn't all in on The Force Awakens 
from the teaser trailers, I was a thousand percent in after watching that because again, they're time. I mean, they're just playing with me. They're here's, just, they know how to get me and they got me and I was, I was in and here's a task for it. someone out there on YouTube with too much time. Cause they do it already. Just take any one of the Star Wars movies and just John Williams' head on every character throughout the entire movie, and we'll watch it all the way through. Because John Williams made the movie. <laughs> that's what I would say. Is like John Williams is Star Wars. He is. That's and someone's going to do that. Just be John Williams with a lightsaber. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> John Williams is uh, John Williams is Jabba the Hutt and Salacious Crumb. And, and yeah, then so. just like his character that he plays in the Rise of Skywalker, put someone else. Yeah, no, just switch yeah. that one out. Yeah, yeah, for that you'd put in uh 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 what's his name? Whoever Mark played, Hamill. Whoever played Binks. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm at best. I'm at best, yeah. yeah Throw him in there because I'm he, the worst with things. His, but, yeah. his face needs to be in exactly Star Wars. that's uh finally that that's a good pick because it's like a it's like a cheat code in a way, because you are pulling a theme that is beloved, but it's also a different uh you know composition of it. And uh it's yeah, it's one of those like I know exactly when in Star Wars that is. I'm telling you, yeah, you and, said it. And, I knew it. And in the and in the trailer, it's right when Han's talking about, uh, I you know, it's true, all of it. I mean, yeah, right before he yeah. said, he's, he's talking about yep. the Force. It's and, one of uh, the most powerful. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's the it's the crying part of it, Star Wars. It I get makes it. yeah, it makes my heart swell when I hear that music. It's so. very good. Yeah, great pick. So that's that's my pick. Thank you. Now. John, you guys, you guys have the same song for do. your here. I'm going to put myself next to John. So it's me and John right now, if I could make you smaller, I would because um, Josh, because John's our guest. Let's go. <laughs> let's let's I never do it right. Let's, either, John. Let's, <laughs> let's let him come in and be the closer. All right, John. And close uh, it up, buddy. You're going to set him up and he's going to finish us off here. Josh, why is your song your favorite John Williams song? This Favorite John Williams song of mine is because one, there's two reasons. One, as a kid, like when you didn't have the movies on demand, right? You couldn't watch them on VHS even. You had to go rent them and all that stuff. That The end of the movie was was almost the last thing as a kid you kind of remember, right? It's also the part where you stood up and you, you know, you sword fought in the living room or in the theater or wherever. I don't know how old you are, John, but I saw one of these in the theater. Um and secondly, and most importantly, it's the song that I chose to walk out to uh, for my wedding. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good, man. So we, I almost picked that, actually. It's a, it, it's a bold move on Josh's part. It was a bold move in a town where I was the only guy who had ever seen Star Wars. Um, and uh, my wife's family, a bunch of loggers, uh, they... <laughs> They enjoyed. It sounds a lot like the wedding march too, like dun 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 dun, dun but instead it was like dun 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 dun. dun, right. dun, dun. So I tricked him for a second. You so had. What, yeah. So what's what's the name of the song? Uh, the name of the song is obviously the no, throne. Don't don't, don't oh. play it yet. Don't play it yet. I don't. Know. The, well, the it, throne room plus end title, which is right. just the good. Star I think Wars stuff. I think it's almost kind of cheating to with end credits you know i mean it's like it is because it's such a fun way to walk out of a movie theater right just on a high note no matter how the movie goes you're but walking that was out my thrust note. for no. the wedding yes i walked down the aisle and then they get hit with star wars while i'm in the back lot opening gifts so yeah john go ahead what what's your uh name? tell yeah. me your kids were born to this music and well first off Close, but first off, my we were announced into our reception using the Star Wars main theme, just because we felt it'd be more recognizable. Uh, to be like, oh, we we know 
Johnny loves Star Wars, blah, blah, blah. So uh, we did put Star Wars in ours too. So cheers to you on that. My, nice. my reason is because a lot of people, I think, would uh, always turn to the binary sunset which is the first time we hear the force theme mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a more f- uh, yearning uh, forlorn sort of version of it. And, but the throne room is the same theme, but it's yep. just played in a triumphant way. And that's like John Williams saying like, here he was at the beginning of the movie. And it's like the Twitter thing here. I, you know, here I am at the beginning, here I am now. And that's Luke like winning the battle and winning, you know, cause star Wars itself as a movie can be watched. And that could be the end of the story. If you really wanted it to be that way. And that's sort of you get that you can cheat a little bit. Like I was just saying with um, Andy's pick with Leia's theme, you can kind of like cheat a little bit. We pull in the binary sunset, the force theme, but it's also this triumphant end of the movie with the horns and this big epic ending. And uh, and then, of course, the um, the end kind of tails into this own little thing. But it's just this. uh, I remember as a kid when I was watching it, when the uh, special editions came out, I was 13, 14, whatever and repeating when i bought the soundtrack again i'm repeating this because it was just so catchy and so powerful to me i loved it it is and then as a matter of fact they turn around they just i mean it's such an it's kind of an awkward ending too because like everyone turn around face a camera for the picture right and then yeah the end all right we gotta hear it ready here we go When it kicks in, they use this to promote Star Wars so much. Yes. This is Star Wars. Oh, screw that. Like I said, we're leaning in. I I forgot that. I forgot I already trimmed this. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, yeah, we're going all the way in uh, right there. We'll go 40 seconds. Yeah. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Most. Oh, hey, Hey, hey. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Lacey Gillerin. Who is Lacey Gillerin? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it's un- unbelievable. You got the horns leading it, and then you have the strings in the background just filling it out. But it's also like the it's also the sassy horns, too. It's not like the deep horns. It's like, yeah, hey, sassy horns, you're up. And they're like, oh, finally. Yeah. I've been doing this whole morose show. So good. So good. And and what a way to end the show on the end credits, right? Perfectly. Perfectly. This is cinema. And you guys didn't get footage, right? Well, well, not yet. I mean, we still have live comments. I do, I do, (laughs) I don't want to I don't want to step on your perfect segue, but I would love for uh John to to just uh do a spinner voice for us. Can we do it? Does he know us? I don't know if he knows what we're doing. Have you ever seen oh, a Star Wars spinner? Uh, yeah, I've seen you. Uh, I forget what, what what figure it was. I saw one of yours. So I have to do like a deep voice thing, right? Yeah, deep voice. And I got music for you. Lazy. So uh, okay. so we've got Luke Skywalker. Okay. All right. And John, yep. you're up. Yeah. Okay. This is Luke Skywalker. Look at that tush. The tunic goes over his shoulders a little too much to make us think it's Anakin's outfit, but it's not. Look at that side profile. It's post-car accident Mark Hamill. You can buy this anywhere at retailers for $5,000 from Hot Toys. Excellent. Excellent. And you got to throw in a little, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. All right. Obvious, we have the meat. Just keeping it on theme when we got Hooey in the room. So, uh, (laughs) Hooey in the room. So, let's do this. Woo! Little spinner action. John, thanks for joining us. 
This was awesome. This was awesome. Oh, hey, when is your uh, chat with composer of Solo, John Powell? Yeah, so composer John Powell is joining us on the Resistance broadcast on Thursday. Our uh, episode comes out normal time on all your audio platforms and of course youtube.com slash star wars newsnet videos it was i honestly like it's one of those i never listened back to our stuff because i hate listening to myself but it's one of those i'm gonna have to listen back because i was so dialed in that i probably missed a lot of what he was saying to us and it was just like (laughs) he it it was amazing man like Uh, check it out and he was an incredible interview that's that's cool. Um, I know you've already recorded it, but tell him we're big fans of his too. <laughs> I, I yeah, I will. I will. No, maybe <laughs> yeah. Insert that, Josh and Andy, big fans. Yeah, just, yeah, it's easy. You can do it in post. Just so you know, yeah, yeah. yeah we uh, we'll just do. We'll we just illegally do. listen to his music on our Josh pod. and Andy. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, John, thank you so much for for uh, hopping on with us tonight. We went Thanks, a little guys. longer, and I, <laughs> did I know. We? <laughs> yeah, we did. We went a little I longer. Loved it, though I, that was it that was, was great. Fun. That was it was fun. great. But we we appreciate you giving up some of your time because I know having a newborn is not always. You know, you don't always get the hours that you need. So I, I <laughs> really, guys. really appreciate you uh, spending a couple hours with us. This was a lot oh, of this fun. Was, this was a lot of fun. I, I, and it's just you have these conversations sometimes. You're like, I didn't even think about that that way or something. And it could be something that you didn't even go into the conversation expecting. Or uh, So this was a good time. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks, John. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you in the chat. Thank you, those listening at home. And uh, go play with your toys. 